Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. That's right. A reminder, if you are in Smyrna, you now have WGNS on your very own frequency, 100.5. So listen to us in Smyrna at uh, 100.5 in Murfreesboro, 101.9 and AM 1450. And of course, worldwide, WGNSRadio.com. Time to talk about the Center for the Arts, Patience Long and... Um, Denise Parton, the one and only. Her buddy. <laughs> the Denise. person here crying. <laughs> Every time I'm on here without Denise, we end up talking more about Denise than we do anything else. I thought, I'll just bring Denise, who, who's in who's in it all. Partner in crime, I guess, suits Partner very well. Crime. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I clean up her crimes. Bam. Ooh, also wow. known as Jolly Parton here lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the center's on Jolly Parton version of Dahlia. Oh, goodness. We were talking about people with energy a moment ago. You surround yourself with those type people like I, Denise. Huh? I have to. Well, she I has the time. I do, but sometimes, like we just talked this morning, we're we're tired. <laughs> I mean, we're we're we are tired every day now. Doesn't the holiday season do that to you? You know, though? it's my, it's my most favorite time. But then times I'm like, this is not my most favorite time. You know, it's like I enjoy the holidays, but there's so much to do. And if my kids go to Stewart's Creek High School and are involved in Ethos um, Philharmonic and Strings. And I'm like, if you guys throw one more Christmas concert at me, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, there's only so many nights that I have free to go to concerts. And so, yeah. anyways, sorry I'm ranting. No, that's... it's. I mean, it's great and I love seeing my kids, but... I mean, I think I can count six to eight in the last like two and a half weeks. It's a lot of concerts to go to. And then you turn around and on, you know, the Monday after Christmas, it's like, what am I going to do? No, no. Oh, no? No, no. No? Ah! Monday after Christmas, I'm like, thank God it's over. Well, yeah. (laughs) But I mean, there's, you don't have every single. You sleep, okay? That's what you do. You sleep. (laughs) You don't have every single hour planned, at least, maybe. Yeah, that will be really Uh, You drag the tree to the curb right away. I keep mine up through New Year's. Do you? I, I do. And it's old. And you know how we have to get out of the house? We have to saw it. I've done it. Yeah, you have to saw all the limbs off. Yeah, or it's like going to scratch your door on the way out because it's so hard because I have a real tree in the house. Oh. Yep. So <laughs> Denise's is at the curb. No, yeah. actually, it's a beautiful artificial. I just It goes in the closet. Oh. I have to, the day after Christmas, everything comes down because I start so early. No, because I start after November 1st. Oh, so it's been okay. a, a long time. Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Patience just put hers up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, Christmas time always brings um, some holiday cheer. And for those uh, who want to come out and see Elf. Yeah, you can. If you don't have tickets now, mm-hmm. you're not going to get any. Really? Really. We are sold out. We were sold out three weeks before the show opened. And so then we added three additional showings sold out within a day. So Elf is popular. Um, I think entertainment is popular. Getting out of the house is yeah. popular. And then our, this show is amazing with some amazing talent. So I will say, I have been telling people that sometimes, because of COVID, we're, we're seeing a little bit um, a decrease in people sometimes attending, meaning that they buy a ticket on a Thursday or they bought a ticket a month and a half ago and maybe maybe they have cold symptoms and they're not comfortable coming. So there's sometimes where there's open seats. And so if you come to the center about 6.30 on a Friday or Saturday or about, you know, 1 30 on a sunday and see if anyone doesn't come sometimes there'll be seats available you know oh, okay. but that's really the only way to right now get into elf is just to kind of show up and see what happens and there's no guarantee with that none of those folks 
call and say we can't come or sometimes we they do uh, and um honestly the other day someone with the five tickets called and so we uh, released the tickets and the next hour they were gone like people are kind of hawks on our website to see uh if anyone releases their ticket so um you know our christmas show usually sells out like this um last time was in 2019 but never like this we're seeing a kind of an increase in community um awareness and participation and events i think you and i talked before the show you saw it at the christmas parade i think yesterday just we're ready we're we miss so much you know over the last year and a half and we now know kind of what's important to us our priorities have shifted and family and friends and you know meaningful time together Mm -hmm. is important so you brought up an interesting point that i really hadn't thought about but um a a lot of businesses had to scale back with employees and the number of folks but now everybody that wants to come back and they're not fully staffed back up yet and that's the case with you guys too us and then you know i'm on a heritage cultural tourism kind of a web zoom call monthly and like we've talked to carpe artista we've talked to cannon county and all of our the arts leaders are kind of feeling this way where you know before covid we had 25 staff we we went from three in 2015 staff members to 25 staff members by the time covid hit we went down to four that's how many people we had to cut and so all of us are adjusting to not having revenue streams coming in but having to open up regularly so we're not staffed fully and so here we are not staffed fully none of us and People are coming in droves out to see things, and artists are coming out in droves to come participate in shows. So it's it's really hard right now because it's on the backs of a few to kind of do the job of a, of what was twenty five, you know. So we're all feeling it. I'm looking at Denise, and that's probably why we're tired. Mm. And you know, we have plans, but you know, you have to get that revenue generating in there in order to say, okay, I confidently now can hire another person back, or I confidently can do this because it's consistent. Because this is the first show we've really felt like the community's ready and we don't know what the future holds. So it's kind of yeah. hard to add people without making sure that that revenue is going to stay there. Yeah. So, But I think we're all feeling it. Sure. Uh, R- that, restaurants, retail, all of it. That's why you have to have three coffees in, every morning. Yes, although I'm only on my half a coffee, so I'm not <laughs> as energetic. Oh, Denise, <laughs> I'm surprised at you. I'm yeah. a little disappointed. I'll be well, honest. I kind of went off coffee, sort of. <laughs> kind of maybe. Not really totally, but I When she had. goes off coffee, she comes about three o'clock in the afternoon. She's like, I've got to have a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I switch coffee for Dr. P. <laughs> so, uh, so for folks who thought about Elf, you may have a slim chance, but uh, what is, what's the next opportunity that maybe yeah, folks and that's Denise is here. January is kind of the Denise Parton month at Center for the Arts. And I'll let her kind of tell you everything she has going on. Oh, is there a proclamation that's Denise Parton Okay, well, according to Denise, every day is Denise Day. But like the center is really January is centered around Denise. So it's her favorite month and it's her birthday month. It's my birthday month. Really? Mine too. Yes. Oh, and what day? The fifth. Month's the fourth. Got you beat by Ah. one day. (laughs) (laughs) I get my cake first. (laughs) Capricorns. Yes. Mm. What's your, wait, what is Capricorn? Capricorns, like what's the very outgoing, yep. very creative, check. very uh, yeah, uh, but loving, cares about everybody, check, friendly, check. happy, check. positive, I hippie can fairies, see all that. <laughs> you, hippie fairies. Yes, that's Denise. Do you see yourself as that, Brian? Maybe some. Okay, yeah. Not, look at you. He's like maybe I'm. It wasn't born January. Was <laughs> <laughs> because he was the day after me. I took it all. Yeah. <laughs> She takes it. it all. That's that's yep. Janice takes the cake. That's oh, what I absolutely. 
<laughs> and all the presents. Yeah, and the presents. <laughs> and all the Amazons. Yeah. <laughs> all the money. Having a birthday that close to Christmas does kind of stink It sometimes. did when I was a kid, and yeah. I hope my mom's not listening. But <laughs> it was like uh, there was one present, Christmas present, and Christmas papers in the closet. <laughs> Do what? You know, there was always one extra Christmas present mm-hmm. wrapped in Christmas paper in the closet that didn't get put under the tree. And I'm like, what's that? And oh, don't worry about it. And there was, that was, was on the table for gift? my birthday. I'm like, just at least put it in birthday. And, you know, birthday. we kind of <laughs> shut down over the holidays a little bit. Like, we rotate skeleton staff in the center after the um, Christmas show closes before the January show opens. And it's always around her birthday that, like, no one's there. So, like, we all get back together around the 10th or 12th of January. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was your birthday. Sorry. Happy, yeah, birthday. happy birthday. Then all year I get to sign other people's birthday cards. <laughs> their gift card to Starbucks. She's not got to lunch for them. (laughs) She's not better. (laughs) Maybe you can do it before Christmas. Maybe maybe I'll run by our house this year. Maybe (laughs) maybe I'll do that. Yeah, there you go. So uh, January is Denise Parton month. So tell me what's going on with you there. Well, uh, Matilda opens on January 14th, which I am so excited. That's our next big main stage, and it is amazing already. We've been rehearsing. We auditioned in October. We have a great cast. Actually, we have the two. We double cast the leads just because we were still in covid restrictions i want to make sure that we don't lose a lead so we double cast our leads so we have two separate casts uh, going on but uh, that opens and runs through the 30th it is great this cast is amazing every rehearsal i just go home feeling empowered and happy and want to stay longer just because i enjoy being there and um, denise you didn't you're the director i am the, the director show. can yes. you can you kind of tell people what that means because some of our listeners might not know what that means what the director of the show is yep. well the director has the vision they cast the show um they know exactly what they want everything to be like look like just because you tell a story you know you just don't tell it plain and flat you have a a vision with that story and how you want it to come across to the audience and how you how you want to tell it and how it looks and you you get your musical director and your choreographer alongside of you Mm -hmm. uh you tell them your vision and all three of you go as artistic team together and implement that as far as costume set design everything and i would say one time i kind of added up how many hours the director spent pre-show during show and it was something like 400 hours you guys spend 400 hours that they spend with the show so it is their baby and denise's shows um you know we have some great directors but her shows are always fun bright um she's a great storyteller and that comes across in her directing so I've never seen the movie nor the musical oh, Matilda. You haven't? I'm glad you so haven't. I am so excited to see what she's putting on. So I, I wonder when when you talk about being your vision and all that, that's part of the reason why if you go see Matilda some at at some other theater company that puts this on and then come to the center for the arts it's basically the same story but you'll see some artistic differences yeah maybe. you will you yeah. will you'll see their their take on it their vision like I, every show i do i try to think what is the theme here what am i trying what is the underlying theme of the story that i want to get across and i think with this people know this song by we are revolting children and um and that doesn't mean children are revolting it means they're revolting against what is wrong but this one i think the theme is my mommy says i'm a miracle because they're all in school and they have a horrible headmistress miss trunchbull who's mean and calls them revolting and maggots and she's you know she's very mean person and doesn't allow them to be smart or she doesn't want to teach them she just thinks kids are worthless so at the end when they sing revolting one of the big lines is my mommy says i'm a miracle which is the first song of the whole show so to let kids know you know what you're a miracle no matter what you face in the world no matter what people say about you because the world is always divided and will tell you 
that you're not worthy or your thoughts are wrong or your beliefs are wrong, but to come out there and say, I'm a miracle. I'm an individual and I'm a miracle and I can do anything I set my mind to. So that's why I push the kids and that's our theme of the show. And I'll tell them like, uh, when, cause it gets loud in there sometimes. And this isn't a kid show. I say kids, but there's a lot of kids in Matilda. There's adults as well, but sometimes rehearsal after a dance and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, that was exhausting or that was hard. And it's loud. And I try to get their attention. I always have a call. And so, um, this call is my mommy says, and they all shout back, I'm a miracle. And it gets quiet because they know that's time for attention. So I'm just pushing that theme through them, even in, you know, in our call, I'm a miracle. I want them to know they're a miracle. They're a miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go through life with that. So it's a great show. It's a great story to tell. And it's fun too. It's a, it's, um, it gets a little creepy, dark sometimes with Trunchbull. She's mean. But the two we have play in Trunchbulls, one is Nick Mullins and Zach Dame, and they are hilarious. They're scary. They're going to scary, but they're funny, too. So in one particular scene, I was crying. It was so sentimental. Matilda was singing the song Quiet, and it's just how she goes into her happy place in her head because all the stuff going on around her. She's singing Quiet, and she does it so well. And my two Matildas are Elena Shirk and Rachel Harlan, and they both are amazing. They're singing that, so you're crying because it's so tough. And in the same time, right after the song, Trunchbull gets a newt in his knickers, or her knickers, it's a woman, but I got two men playing it. And um, it is hilarious. And so you're laughing, crying one minute and laughing the next. So it's that kind of show with a lot of emotions, but you leave feeling really good. Mm -hmm. How is it working with a a cast that has such wide-ranging ages from kids to adults? I mean, that's got to be fun and interesting and it cor- is corralling. usually the adults are the ones that you have that are uh-huh. the worst behaved no, <laughs> my kids are great but no it's good they all get along they're very supportive and i think attitude reflects leadership and i've i love that line in remember the titans that's one of my favorite lines is attitude reflects leadership and i think a reason i love it is because i always have been a leader wherever i go and um, I want to have the right attitude because I want to lead people to success and victory and not to failure or sadness or anything like that. I want them to walk away saying, I had a good mm-hmm. experience in that and I want to do more. So, um, Capricorn. <laughs> so uh, with that, I'm just like, I we all get along. And mm-hmm. the adults, I mean, iron sharpens iron. They learn from the kids. The kids learn from the adults. And so we all actually, people always say, oh, I, just, I had kids come from school and said, the thing that got me through school today was, I can't wait to get to rehearsal tonight. I'll be happy when I get there. You know, so that, that to me is the greatest compliment you could give me. Just a couple of minutes left here uh, with uh, uh, Denise Parton and Patience Long, Center for the Arts. So tickets, when can we get tickets? They are on sale now. Okay. And just like Elf, um, mm-hmm. I believe opening weekends either are almost sold out or are sold out. Yeah. It only runs three weekends. So get your tickets now because when you guys call frantically in January, there it's assigned seating and we can't, you know, pull more seating out. So it is... It's going to sell out, and it might sell out before Christmas. And it's a great Christmas gift for some kids, especially teenagers. Like, I have a 14-year-old, and she had four things on her list. And I'm like, okay. But, like, the experiences they love. And it is a fun show, and it's got teenagers in it. And so this would be a great gift for teenage kids. You don't want to get them them a ticket to this. It'll be really fun. Cool. Yeah. All right. And so how do we get tickets? Sure. You go to borougharts.org, and you can just – there's a – on the main page – get tickets now and you go and you just kind of pick the show you want you can choose your seating and you can check out right there or you can always give us a call 904-2787 but i will say right now when you call 
we have an answer machine picking up because everyone who's calling is wanting elf tickets. And so we can't keep answering the phone saying the same thing. We're sold out. So we say, thank you for calling Center for the Arts. Elf is currently sold out. Check the website for any additional tickets available. If you would like to order tickets for Matilda, press 1201. So just listen to the message if you want to order, you know, from us and dial 1201 and you'll get someone at the box office to sell you tickets if you want to do it over the phone. Okay, very good. And um, got a minute or so. There, we wanted to talk about something else. Yeah, so yeah, Denise, go for it. She's got <laughs> um, something else happening also in January. Also in January, starting on the 11th is our production class is starting back and uh, that's a secret. We haven't announced which one that will be yet, but we always do a big production. We just finished up Moana. Um, uh, so we'll be starting that class and all our other winter session classes starts the 24th of January. And that is musical theater, acting up, our mini performers and our art classes. And I guess same thing. Borough same Arts. thing. Org. You go into youth programs and you can there's a registration form and you can sign up there. And those classes fill up. I was going to say, so fills yeah, up, it so. fills up. And we actually had someone come. A grandpa came the other day and bought uh, this class. of It was minis for her mm-hmm. five five-year-old daughter a granddaughter bought it for christmas so she's going to unwrap it and we actually have some really cool wrapping now at the center so if you want to buy gift certificates season tickets uh, classes whatever you come to the center we can wrap it up in a cute little gift box and you put it under the tree oh cool so yeah so lots of things happening check our website out support the arts any arts you have you know we we all struggled for covid and we're all excited and open now but we still need all the support we can get absolutely Thanks for being here. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Merry Christmas. Patience Long and Denise Parton with the Center for the Arts joining us here today. BoroughArts.org, their website, the podcast at WGNSRadio.com.